14 in Wild Adventure of the Wildling series. This is Sorella, and I'm reading Chapter 11, Weathervane. Actually approaching the dome takes some time, but not so long as the trio feared in this strange, scrunched-up meadow. Upon closer sight, the dome is a large, round, puffy, rainbow kaleidoscope of color and it seems to be inflating. A figure bustles loudly behind the dome, and there's a constant roaring hum of a noise happening inside the dome. As Prism, Tonic, and Atcher approach the scene, the wind rabbits rush up and over the bright dome, twirling and snuffling playfully. Hello, fair winds, little friends is heard to come from the other side of the dome, where the three wind rabbits went. Rounding to the far side, the brownie, sprite, and gnome see a cheerful, busy figure giving bits of sand to the wind rabbits. The airy lagomorphs are happily crunching up the tiny particles. The stranger is a bird with a small beak who is wearing spectacles and a light blue cravat. Tonic calls, Greetings and hospitality! while Prism waves, and Atcher peers at the woven cube next to the figure. Looking up in surprise, the stranger greets the three friends. Hello there. Are these wind rabbits your friends? They are wonderful! Flapping a wing in salutation, the stranger continues. Call me Weathervane. Have you ever worked on a hot air balloon before? I could use some help with mine. We lost some things during a spot of nasty weather recently, so Compass went to fetch some supplies, but my dear twins set out ages ago. We're the Nightjar twins. Have you heard of us? We write and reenact our explorations. The friends stare uncertainly at the enthusiastic figure. Noting the hesitation, Weathervane continues. Weathervane Poorwill Nightjar? Compass Frogmouth Nightjar? The famous twins exploring by land and air? No? Well, no matter. You're in for a treat because you now are able to make our acquaintances. I travel the skies by hot air balloon and Compass traverses the land. We put on performances of our most astounding adventures so all may know of lands far-flung and learn of the wonders within them. Do you need any help? Atcher offers. I've not worked on a hot air balloon before, but I think if you tell us what to do, we could follow directions. Splendid! Weathervane crows with enthusiasm. I appreciate all the help you can give. Here, just hold this rope. The bird creature hands a rope to Atcher. And if you would help pull the basket upright, Weathervane continues, motioning at Tonic, and you could have the wind rabbits assist in filling the balloon. We will have this set in no time. The group works hard following Weathervane's instructions, pushing and pulling and straightening and twisting all the bits that need adjusting, until the hot air balloon is filled and ready to take off. While waiting for Compass to return, the friends ask Weathervane to share stories of the twins' travels. Certainly! I love to regale an audience with a good tale of travel, Weathervane answers. I would give you one of our books, but sadly, 
They were in one of the bags we lost during the storm. Oh no, did you lose a lot of items? Prism asks. Worrying it may have been the storm whipped up on the mountain that caused the twins to lose their things. Not to worry. We lost some items, but mostly we can easily replace them. I did lose my treasured moonstone necklace, and Compass lost a favorite tin and a beautiful pen. Still, the items served us well while they were with us. Weathervane moves to fix the position of the basket's weights and check the straps. Prism speaks up, confused. Aren't you sad to have lost meaningful items? I don't understand why you aren't upset. Well, sure, the explorer replies. I'm a bit sad, but I know the necklace and other things will go on to help some being else. Over time, items get lost. Some things lose their usefulness to us, or are needed more by another being. That's one of the reasons we sometimes lose treasured items. They are needed elsewhere. I try to moderate my mourning over losing an item with good tidings for wherever the item is headed next. Smiling encouragement, Weathervane finishes checking the hot air balloon. Tonic thinks about the beauty in this idea while fixing everyone some tea and spends a moment being thankful to all the items lost over time and all the ones found just when they are needed. As the cups are passed around, Atcher pipes up. Why don't you and Compass travel together? Why one by air and one by land? Doesn't it sometimes get lonely being apart that way? Weathervane nods and replies. For sure, it can get a bit lonesome. But we travel a similar path and we meet up regularly to compare notes and swap stories. We get enough together time. We just like to travel different ways. I love flying, see? I always have. The skies, the wind and clouds, the treetops. (sighs) A soothing balm for me. The ground makes me fidgety. It is too firm, too solid. I was hatched with wings that just don't fly, so when I was young, I always felt nervous and unsettled. I was forever climbing higher and seeking out the air currents of altitude. I wanted to fly and tried all sorts of schemes with kites and capes and deep breaths. The friends listened to Weathervane's story enraptured. My constant search for ways to fly were mirrored by compass. Mirrors are a bit in reverse, you know. While I wanted to touch the skies, compass wanted to stay firmly on the ground. But since my twins' wings work, others were constantly urging poor compass to fly like a proper bird. Oh, compass hated the prodding and teasing. What was wrong with just walking? We should all be allowed to move in ways that bring us joy. So while I was pitied for my ineffective wings, Compass was ridiculed for not using effective ones. We decided early on to find a job, a calling, that would allow us to work together, to help others, and to travel however we wanted. When we started our exploring endeavors, we both hiked but I would always climb the tallest trees whenever we rested. Sometimes 
I would even travel the tree canopies while Compass walked below. Eventually, I discovered hot air balloons. And now, I'm hardly ever on the ground. A hearty cry of, Clear trails! How have you got it working, Vane? rings out. Looking around, they spot a bird with a wide beak walking across the meadow toward them, wearing a cable-knit sweater and a sturdy backpack. Ho! Fair winds, Compass! Some new friends helped me out, Weather Vane responds. The twins greet each other with compassion, and soon all are being introduced and acquainted. Prism, Tonic, and Atcher explain their journey, to which the twins are helpful and optimistic. Compass assures the sprite, Brownie, and Gnome that they are headed in the correct direction. I saw the depression full of violets when I was out gathering. I didn't go near it, but it shouldn't take you too much longer. The meadow itself is a lot of geography in a small space, so it takes quite a while to cross. You're nearly out of it, though, not to worry. Tonic gives the Nightjar twins a tin full of fruit blossom tea to enjoy on their travels. As the hot air balloon rises, Compass sets off walking again, wishing everyone safe journeys, and may peace and joy be with you until we meet again. When the balloon is high enough for a good view across the landscape, Weathervane points the trio toward the tree beyond the garden. Well met, and meet again! Tonic, Prism, and Atcher all call as they head toward the lintel. Thank you for following the story. You can support us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, liking, subscribing, and telling a friend. Join again next week!